अथ सप्त नवति तम सर्ग सुसंब्धम तो भरत लक्ष्मण क्रोधमूर्चित रामस्तु परिशाथ वचनम चेदम्रवीत किमत्रुषा कार्यमसीनावास चर्मण महाबले महोत्साहे भरते स्वयमागते पितुस्सत्यं प्रतिश्रुत्य हत्वा भरतमाहवे किंकरिष्यामिराज्येन सापवादेन लक्ष्मणा यद्रव्यं बांधवानां वा मित्राणां वा क्षये भवेत नाहं तत्प्रतिगृह्णीयां भक्ष्यान् विषकृतानि वा धर्ममर्थं च कामं च पृथिवीं चापि लक्ष्मणा इच्छामि भवतामर्थे एतत्प्रतिशुणोमि ते भ्रातृणां संग्रहार्थं च सुखार्थं चापि लक्ष्मणा राज्यमप्यहमिच्छामि सत्येनायुधमालभे नेयं ममहीसौम्य दुर्लभा सागरांबरा नहीच्छेयमधर्मेन शक्रत्वमपि लक्ष्मणा यद्विना भरतंत्वांच शत्रुग्धंबाविमानदा भवेन्मम सुखं किंचित भस्मतत कुरुताम शिखी मन्येहमागतो योध्याम भरतो भ्रात्रुवत्सलहा ममप्राणैफ प्रियतरह कुलधर्ममनुस्मरन् श्रुत्वा प्रव्राजितम्माम् हिजटा वल्कलधारिनम् जानक्यासहितं वीरत्वयाच पुरुषोत्तमा स्नेहेनाक्रांत हुरदयश्चोकेनाकुलितेम्द्रियहा द्रष्टुमभ्यागतोह्येश भरतो नान्यथागतह अम्बांचकेकईम रुष्य भरतस्चाप्रियं वदन् प्रसाद्यपितरं श्रीमान राज्यं मेदातुमागतह प्राप्तकालं यथैशोस्मान भरतो द्रष्टुमरहति अस्मासुमनसाप्येश नाहितं किंचिदाचरेत विप्रियं कृतपूर्वंते भरते नकदानुकिम् इदृशंबाभयंते द्यभरतं यद्विशंकसे नहिते निष्ठुरंबाच्यो भरतो नाप्रियं वचा अहम्ख्यप्रियमुक्तस्याम् भरतस्याप्रियेकृते कथन्नपत्राफ्पितरंभन्योक्कस्यांचिदापदी भ्रातावाभ्रातरंभन्यात्सवमित्रेप्राणमात्मनहा इदिराज्यस्यहेतोस्त्वमिमाम् वाचं प्रभाशसे वक्ष्यामिभरतंदुष्ट्वा राज्यमस्मै प्रदीयताम् उच्यमानोहि भरतो मया लक्ष्मनतद्वचह राज्यमस्मै प्रयच्छेदि बाढमित्येवमंस्यते तथोक्तो धर्मशीलेन भ्रात्रातस्यहितेरतह लक्ष्मनफ्रविवेशेवस्वानिगात्रानिलज्जया तद्वाक्यम् लक्ष्मनश्रुत्वा व्रीडितफ्रत्युवाचह त्वाम्मन्येद्रष्टुमायातफ्पितादशरथस्वयं व्रीडितम् लक्ष्मनंद्रष्टवा राघवफ्रत्युवाचह एशमन्ये महाबाहुरिहास्मान्द्रष्टुमागतह अथवानोध्रुवम्मन्ये मन्यमानस्सुखोचितव। मनवासमनुध्याय ग्रहाय प्रतिनेश्यती। इमान्चाप्येशवैदेहीमत्यंतसुखसेविनीम। पितामेराखवश्रीमान वनादादाययास्यती। एतवतव संप्रकाशेते गोत्रवंतव मनोरमव। वायुवेगसमव वीरव जबनव तुरगोत्तमव। स एश सुमहा काय कंपते वाहिनी मुखे 
ಮಾಗಶತ್ರುಂಜಯೋನಾಮವೃದ್ಧಸ್ತಸ್ಯಧೀಮತಃ ಲಕ್ಷ್ಮಣಪ್ರಾಂಜಲಿರ್ಭೂತ್ವಾತಸ್ಥೌರಾಮಸ್ಯಪಾರ್ಶ್ವೇನ್ಯವಿಷದಾ
I believe, O gallant brother, that hearing when back in Ayodhya of myself having been actually exiled with Sita, daughter of Janaka, and yourself, and having proceeded to the forest, wearing matted locks and clad in the bark of trees, O jewel among men, Bharata, who is so fond of his brothers and is dearer to me than life itself, must have found his heart overwhelmed with affection and his mind distracted through grief and has surely come all the way to see me, bearing in mind the usage of his race in the shaping of installing the eldest son on the throne on the death of a king and that the said Bharata has not come with any other motive. Getting angry with Mother Kaiki and speaking unkind words to her and having obtained the consent of our father, the glorious Bharata has evidently come to offer the throne to me. It is but opportune that Bharata sees us. In fact, he deserves to see us. He would not do any harm to us, even with his mind. I wonder when and what offence was given to you by Bharata in the past and when any such alarming thing was said by him that you mistrust Bharata today. Bharata should under no circumstances be spoken harshly to, nor should unkind words be addressed to him. If any offence is given to Bharata, indeed it would mean that I am told unpleasant things. How on earth can sons take the life of their father in any trying situation? Or how can a brother kill his own brother, his very life, O son of Sumitra? If you utter these words, signifying your intention to kill Bharata for the sake of sovereignty, I shall speak to Bharata as follows on seeing him. Let the kingdom be given away for good to Lakshmana. Being addressed by me in the words, Bestow the kingdom on Lakshmana. Bharata, O Lakshmana, will surely accept my command, saying, So be it. Admonished thus by his eldest brother, Sri Rama, of virtuous disposition, Lakshmana, who was devoted to the interests of the latter, hid himself in his own limbs, as it were, out of shame. Put out of countenance to hear the aforesaid admonition, Lakshmana, they say, submitted as follows. I believe our father, Emperor Dashratha himself, has come to see you. Finding Lakshmana abashed, Sri Rama, a sign of Raghu, they say, replied as follows. I too believe that the mighty armed emperor has personally come to see us here. Considering us to be deserving of comfort and bearing in mind the privations attendant on residence in a forest, Father will, I believe, surely take us back home. Again, my aforesaid father, the glorious Dasharatha, a scion of Raghu, will return to the capital, taking with him from the forest this Sita, a princess of the Videha kingdom, too, who has always enjoyed the utmost amenities of life. Here are to be clearly seen the two spirited and excellent fleet horses of noble breed, pleasing to the mind and vying with the wind in swiftness. Here is the well-known gigantic and aged elephant, Shatrunjaya by name, of our wise father, rocking about at the head of the army. I, however, do not behold that white heavenly umbrella of my father, well known in the world, 
O highly blessed one, doubt on this point fills my mind. Do my bidding, O Lakshmana, and climb you down from the treetop. In these precise words did Sri Rama, whose mind was given to piety, address the celebrated Lakshmana, son of Sumitra. So the tradition goes. Getting down from that top of the sal tree, the aforesaid Lakshmana, the conqueror of hostile forces for his part, stood by the side of Sri Rama with folded hands. Admonished by Bharata in the words, Let there be no molestation to the hermitage of Sri Rama, his army encamped round about that mountain. Occupying an area of one yojana and a half, they say, the army of Bharata, of Ikshvaku's line, full of elephants, horses and men, encamped by the side of the mountain. Brought with the purpose of propitiating Sri Rama, the delight of the Raghus, by Bharata, who was rich in the sense of propriety, placing righteousness in the forefront and shaking off vanity, the aforesaid army shone brightly in the vicinity of Chitrakuta. Thus ends Canto 97 in the Ayodhya Kanda of the glorious Ramayana of Valmiki, the work of a Rishi and the oldest epic.